So yes, I was looking through things to do in London. Yeah, and sorry. Yeah. There was the down in the the riverbank. There is the Namco Fun Experience, Fun Experience, something like that. I can't remember. But the Namco a, Fun Experience. There's a Namco branded kind of entertainment center, and it's got like bowling. Was that was that not Sega when we were there? No, no, that was a, that, was, the one we went. There was to like was a, a Sega place. thing by the river. Yeah, different place. Well, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a different place. Okay. Um and it had like bowling alley and uh, I can't something else I can't remember and it had an arcade I was like what the fuck does an arcade look like for the masses These in 2016 yeah. and the answer is it's extremely depressing I saw there was a no less than three mobile games as Ugh. giant oh, so, oh yeah we we saw like Flappy Bird machines so, and stuff I, I didn't see a Flappy yeah. Bird one I saw a Crossy Road machine. I saw a Candy Crush Saga machine, and I saw... Is there a machine of that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. the correct yeah. question. Um, and a Doodle Jump machine, I think, was the other one that was there. Sure. I was like, oh, fucking... And, like, so in terms of games that we've recognised, there's a Time Crisis 5, which looks a lot like Time Crisis 4. <laughs> okay, sure. Except that this one has two pedals. Uh, what does the second pedal do? I think one pops out the left and one pops out the right. I can't. Right. Okay. Or there's like two ways of coming out from cover or whatever it is. I didn't get a chance to try it. But Time Crisis 5. There was a Terminator machine that had an actual like big rifle thing, which I hadn't seen before. Uh, I think it was like a Terminator Genesis machine, which shows how recent it was. There was a Star Wars Battle Pod machine, which... Are they not the stupid expensive ones? Yeah. So I saw it and I was like, oh, awesome. The only thing in here that will actually save me, I get to actually try this thing, wasn't working. It was off. Oh, shit. Fuck. But yeah, it was like, and everything else was like ticket machines. Like first oh, minute tickets. And they had like an arcade, like trading your tickets for a bouncy ball or something. Yeah. It was just it was fucking depressing. The usual experience. It was really bad. Yeah, the... Um... I don't think arcades are really... They're not for us anymore. Not for us anymore. with the internet this is the gaming to start podcast for the 7th of june 2016 my name's callum my name's Yoon. and Yoon, it's fucking hot outside is it it's really fucking hot outside. okay it is and it is mildly warm here so really yeah it's like fucking 26 degrees here is um, really? wow okay i'm fucking dying um, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell because like I have a regular body temperature anyway. But when I arrived in work today and there were multiple people with shorts, I was like, yeah. "This is not this is not oh, shorts weather." It's fucking, it, it's fucking shorts weather. It's okay. ridiculous here. Sure. Um, so as 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 such, I've broken the cardinal rule of podcasting, and I'm going to record this entire podcast in my underwear because oh, no, you don't. Oh, fucking. Okay. It's actually too hot to record it in clothes. We should have established this rule back when we started this podcast. But what? if you want to record in your underwear, I can't stop you as much as I would want to. Yeah. However, you do not need to tell me. I don't I know. Would, I think it makes it more interesting. I would prefer... I sound you, different. I sound different now that I'm in my underwear. You do. You sound more naked. 
You do yeah. sound more naked. Um, and also, the... like, is the cardinal rule of in the, in the modern world when we live in a world where instant messenger is a thing and everyone is yes. Facebook messaging and WhatsApping and Snapchatting and fucking yep. slacking Instagramming. all the time. Yeah, well, I'm not Instagram because that's got a visual component. But you know what I mean. And Snapchat doesn't. You're right. Snapchat does doesn't ignore Snapchat, but the rest of them, text based instant messaging medium. Sure. Yes. The cardinal rule for all of that is never tell anyone what you're doing while you're talking to them. Well, it's because a lot of conversations because you're on the toilet. Exactly. But yeah, it's fucking. It's so hot. So you're actually in your underwear, or you just this for giggles. It's really fucking hot. Jesus. Okay. Because I'm in one of those flats in the city where, for some reason, when you're inside it, it's ho- it's hotter than it is outside if it's hot, but it's also colder than it is outside if it's cold outside. I mean, it's in that weird, bizarro realm where it somehow amplifies the temperature outside. I have a single window open in this house, so yeah, I, that's enough for me. Like, I'm not particularly warm. Although I will say, like, when I went down to London last week, yeah, um, we left edinburgh and it was glorious i mean it was like 6 a.m but it was you could tell it was going to be a really really nice day got to london the most torrential rain i have seen in a while and we live in scotland like it was terrifying how much rain was coming down from the sky and i decided to check home and it was like 18 19 degrees yeah and i'm sitting there it was really nice last week and it was freezing so yeah don't know what's happened to the... Ugh. I don't know what's happened either, but apparently it's going to continue like this all week. Summer sucks. Like, I'm, supposed to get a th- I'm supposed to get a thunderstorm next week and then continue on with like high 20 degree all sun weather. Well, at least... I don't understand how that works. At but... least you'll be here for a chunk of next week. Yes. So the, hopefully the weather will be a little oh, easier. Oh, God. The fucking, the fucking leak news has already started. It's... Ridiculous. Listen. The rumor mill has already began. I woke up this morning and was like, huh, we don't have a lot of news to talk about. And then the entire floodgate just fucking opened yeah, up. All of the all of the E three leaks happened and yeah. Like looking at my list of of news right now, like the net It's first... all really quick though, it's just like, hey, this oh, might so, happen. Yeah, this really might happen. quick. But like the last seven items all happened today. Yeah. Or yesterday. It's just like, fucking crazy. Which is before we get before we get into get the craziness that is going to be next week mm. um we'll discuss video games that we've actually been playing instead of video sure. games that are going to be on the screen for a week so i only have the one like i said i was on holiday for a week so not, not all of, video of course games. you are yes um you can talk you can talk about going to harry potter land if you want harry no, potter world i'm okay it's the it's the making of harry potter is the official name it's not like there's right. no rides it's just like a making of tour lot sure tour, uh, movie lot tour thing oh yeah right um that was fun I, yeah, I don't know. It was good. You got to play Minder to your own fiance. That was, was pretty great. funny. It was awesome. She was, and it, also they did the thing. She won't mind me telling you this. They did the thing where we got in and we're kind of waiting for our allotted time to go on the tour. The fuck was yes. that? Sorry, something fell over. No Maybe. shit. Did your desk fall over? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Okay. Okay. You can cut that. It's fine. <laughs> I'd rather not cut it and just say like, <laughs> no, never mind. Um. What the fuck? Yes. So we turned up and um, we're waiting for our tour to start and they have taken a lot of um, notes from Disneyland for that yeah. thing where there are kind of people kind of in in the kind of 
with official fleeces on, kind of wandering about. The official looking people. people. Yeah. yeah. And like they, they found out they found us over there and we got little passport things that you would stamp as you went round the tour. Right. And it had little details and all this kind of stuff on it. And the woman who gave us the thing was like, Oh, so like are you obviously you're not from here, like, did you come for this? And my fiance said, Yeah, yeah, it's my birthday and she <laughs> the woman went, Give me a second and disappeared <laughs> off and I went, Oh, this is great. Oh, and, you fucked this. Yeah. yeah. So she came back with a big badge that said happy birthday with the Harry Potter font and she wore that proudly for the whole day. Sure she did. And we we yeah. got in we got we started the tour and the first thing to do is to take it into like a cinema thing, like a big cinema. Um, spoilers for Harry Potter World? I don't know fucking know. But they they take you into this big cinema and you watch this big video about like how big a thing it was for eight movies and all this kind of stuff. And then the cinema screen rolls up and it's the entrance doors to the Great Hall, like directly. Oh, behind, like, right. Okay. It was kind of cool actually to watch. That's, that's a cool that. little bait and switch. Yeah. yeah. So there's about like 70 people like per group that goes around, something like that. Um, so we're standing there in the doors and she says the woman who's leading the tour starts and things and like so is anyone's birthday today and like split second reaction timing my fiance goes oh me and I'm like yep and she's like oh you okay you come down and it's her and like a 6 year old a 7 year old and a 12 year old of course it is yeah and they put does them she get to do the sorting hat is that what she no got she got to open oh. the doors ah, okay. the four of them kind of pushed and opened the big doors led directly into the great hall and it was fucking hilarious and like it was great um, and yeah. it was so much fun to just watch her run around and see all this stuff um, but it was great because like like they've obviously got members of staff all around the tour who are actually like they appear to all be really really knowledgeable about all this stuff like I'm sure yeah it's their I job was, I was talking to the woman next to the, like the Dumbledore's office set and she was like yeah like all of these books are like um, polystyrene with book covers because they were originally yellow pages but the whole thing got too fucking heavy and it fell over so they had to replace <laughs> it all with, like that kind of stuff Yeah, and every single one of them we went up to or even if we were standing there just admiring the thing they came back, they saw our badge and every single one of them said happy birthday and I was like, that is training right there that is uh, yeah. PR training and it worked exceptionally well because yeah, it was awesome um, but yeah, that was fun but the one game I did get a chance to play. Um, Smooth so like, transition. Well done. Yeah, cheers. Uh, the So like, I was continuing on with Doom. I'm almost done with Doom. That yeah. game seemed... As, as did I, that game was fucking great. <laughs> kind of awesome. Um, yeah. It goes some weird places towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the core kind of loop of, like, here's this big arena fight all these dudes is just gets more and more chaotic and you just have to manage everything that's happening really I have, quickly. I have not circle strafed in a shooter for so long. Yep. And, and you see, circle strafe a fuck ton in that game. And see when you start getting the upgrades that are like, here, weapon splash damage doesn't do as much damage. You're just rocketing people in the face, standing yeah. right in front of them. them directly with rockets. It's great. And I also, I've also, like, I've got to this, the point now where I've basically, like, upgraded all of the weapons to the point where you get the mastery one, which gives you, yeah. like, the extra one. And each, and, like, rather than just points, the mastery ones are, do this very specific thing in yeah. order to unlock the, the higher tier. Um... Yeah, some of those are really fun. There's one of them that's kind of broken, though. I think it's the shotgun. I can't remember if it was one of the weapon upgrades or it was one of the level kind of challenge yeah, things. Yeah, requiring challenges. But one of them yeah. is like, shoot 20 enemies. Oh, it was, it was, uh, it was a rune upgrade, that's what it was. And yeah. it was like, shoot 25 enemies from midair. I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do that? And it was like, 
if you jump just jump. Lot. Yeah, you just jump, jump every time time you shoot. And it works surprisingly well. Um but yeah, no, like the just the, the the combat and that and the, some of the greatest decisions they made in that game, there's a lot of them, but one of the greatest yeah, is, map, is mapping the chainsaw and the BFG to single button presses that are not the number keys. Like See so when I, you fucking hit G that you know you yeah, hit G. Like G and the fucking chainsaw comes up. Like if you've hit G, like shit has gone bad and you need ammo yeah, now. You need ammo. And yeah. it's the same with the BFG, like it's on T. And you're like, this is too much. All these things need to die immediately. And it's like tea and just fire. And it yeah, it seems to. Um, like I was saying before, it's got real crashy towards the end where I've lost a bunch of progress. But it's checkpoints relatively frequently. This is kind of annoying. Especially when those big arena counters take like five to ten minutes each. Like especially later on. Like the real mm-hmm. huge ones. Like yeah. it's kind of annoying to like get near the end of it and then it crash and, and you'll have to do it again. But... Eh, it should be okay. It was also it's kind just, of yeah. it was also kind of warm at the weekend, so maybe like my PC was just slightly overheating. I don't know. Sure. Like. So it was that. Uh, I talked about finishing on Chart Four last time. That was good. I think that was about it. Kind of. So the only new thing that I, I'd played, which we did a video on, was the Tomorrow Children open beta. Happened. Yes. So that happened this weekend or last weekend when you're when you're hearing this um, from, yeah. from Friday to Monday. They've done a closed beta before, which I got into and then couldn't connect to. Like, it just wouldn't work. So this is actually the first time I've played it. Um, we've got some video of it. It'll be up, oh, I don't know, at some point. At some point, Probably yeah. not next week, but the week after. I might try and get over this week. We'll see how the week goes. But um, that game is fascinating, and I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, there's... <laughs> It feels like a lot of things missing. about that game that are really interesting, but then at the same time, there's just not a lot there. Yeah, it's so really weird. This game was announced like in 2014. It was before the PS4 launch, so it was 2014. I remember that much. Um, and it's from Q Games, so the Pixel Junk guys. And it is like a styled as like a very kind of Russia, Russia communist stylings, yeah. Matryoshka dolls, things carved out of what looks like woods, like that kind of stuff. But against this really kind of angular flat kind of abstract world almost yeah it's got that weird kind of um like oil painting style to everything but everything's got like sharp edges yeah it's like there's no smoothness to everything and it's like all the, weird the actual, pixel. like what you would call landscape is just a flat plane that goes on to the infinity like yeah watch the video see what it looks like but the core of that game appears to be kind of like a survival game I think I described it as a survival game with com- uh, with community built in. So you spawn in and you can choose a town uh, to to join. You get dumped in one at the start. Again, this was the beta. I don't know if this is how the flow of the normal game works, but this is how the beta happened. Well, you, yeah. do the, you do the tutorial, you get dumped in a town, which is named, has a bunch of people who are currently in that town, and you kind of go off into the void, which is the kind of area outside the town, and... There's fucking giant Godzilla's doing spirit yeah, bombs like everywhere. Giant, giant kaiju monsters and spiders and shit like that out there, which you can eventually attack on your own or with a group. But also, there's these just islands. They're called they call them islands that appear out of nowhere, and they're kind of these abstract. Like one of them was literally an island. One of them was like, um, like a like a whale kind of diving into fake water, which was and all these things yeah. are like static things. But they are all mineable, so you have like you start with like a pickaxe, and you can pickaxe your way through stuff. 
and then inside some of these shapes there's caverns inside and you need to keep keep lit or you disappear um and like you mine resources you take resources back to the loading area at the edge of the void. You put them on a bus. The bus takes you back to the town. You unload this stuff back into the town. They contribute to the resources of the town. The town, you can then... And then, like, everything you do there, or most of the things that you do there that affect, like, the buildings of the town, the buildings in the town, mm. or upgrading the buildings in the town, come from town resources. Like, they don't come from your resources. Yeah, they're all. it's all a shared pool of resources. Yeah, and, like... They, your... your- joint labors yeah, yeah and one of the core things for your town or whatever town you're currently paying attention to is to upgrade the town hall to a sufficient level where it unlocks more stuff to buy in the shop and yeah and all of that kind of stuff which uses various resources but it is all coming from the shared pool so i'm trying to work out the the, the kind of overarching theme of a lot of this is what's to stop people from just fucking with the town and like, because you can, it appears you can switch town at any point, and the only limit yeah. to the amount of people in a town is just like... Like you did, at the start of the video, yeah. you picked the town that wasn't the town you were in. Yeah, it's... totally, like the town I was in was full, like the same way like a server for, for an FPS would be full. Um, so, uh, what, what, so you can drop into any town, and theoretically spend all the resources of that town, and then just bug out, and just be yeah. like, just well, gone, you're all fucked like... now. Like, I, I don't know how they combat that. Like there's, there's obviously there's, there's, there's yeah. a, there is a police system. Like there were policemen walking about, and there's a police station, yeah. which would I assume for people like directly fucking with the town, like blowing shit up, like sure, that yeah, thing. you end up but, getting punished. Or whatever. But just you building a bunch of buildings is not necessarily screwing with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's the overarching question of a lot of this is that it is cool as a concept, and it's cool that there's this the kind of like I say the kind of Russian communist overarching of we're all in this together is a really cool yeah. setting, and yeah, totally. And, and things like the, the the little things that's like you have a bourgeoisie level, and yeah, so there's like, like all the sort of weird surrounding stuff that is really cool. So like, there, there's obviously the kind of day to day goals, which is just kind of make that your town, or it's not even your town, make whatever town you're of the or, town, yeah, the town, a town, kind of level that up. By uh, and like filling it with more people that you mine, which is weird, um, and kind of leveling that town up so you can get more stuff to mine more stuff and so on and so forth. But the kind yeah. of personal goal appears to be from the kind of very scant tutorial that was there is so there are the kind of normal town workers, I can't remember what class they are. There's you at the start because you're a member of the bourgeoisie. The bourgeoisie level ones. Yeah, and then there's another class above you, which is like the elite bourgeoisie or something like that, which you trade in a million coupons, the name of which yeah. you remember, to become a member of. And a million coupons is a lot of coupons. Like, yeah, which th- you get which you get from a resource called Toil, yeah. which is so really cool. Every action you do in the game generates seems to generate Toil points. And then you go to the Ministry of Labour in the town... And then the Ministry of Labour will total up all of the actions that you did and the to- toil points you did and convert that into uh, coupons and whatever the experience one is. I think it is just toil is your experience. It's just toil, well. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, so it'll total all that up and then, and then hand you that out. So you go do your day's work, you trade it in, you get your coupons and then you level yourself up and repeat ad infinitum. Yeah. Um, like I say, there's like kaiju big creatures walking about outside the void that you can set up turrets in the town to kind of take them down. If you take down the large monsters, they kind of fall over and then become solid so you can go out and mine them 
If yeah. you take out one of the creatures, like I eventually took down one of them, mined it, and inside it was a bunch of actual supplies as opposed to resources. So, like, I took down one of the kaiju monsters. Opened, oh, sure. O- opened right. up its leg, and a bunch of flashlights fell out. Oh, that's cool. I was like, oh, so, like, I don't even have to buy these. Like, these are just here. And you can put them on the bus and ship them back to the town, and they're stored somewhere, it looks like. So there is, like, that element to it as well. And obviously there's going to be rare materials and all this kind of stuff that you'd be in there. It is a bizarre-looking game and a bizarre yeah, playing it's... game. I am fascinated to see what they do with it. Yeah, how, how, they, I... how they get you coming back. Like, maybe it is one of those games which is like, I'm going to go and do my 20 minutes, like, helping this town. Your 20 minutes of toil. Yeah, like, literally yeah. my 20 minutes of toil. And then I'm going, cool. I assume the smart thing would be, like, you could set up towns with your friends and like lock totally. it so that yeah i would want to be able to password protect my town or like an invite yeah, totally. town or something like that and say like yeah the 20 of us 20 appears to be the most number of players in a town at once um i was like yeah guys we'll get together and we'll, we'll make our town and and we'll kind of keep coming back to it. the same way that like sim city tried to do which is yes, like, Here, you're, yeah, yeah. here's your community and you build it your, up and it your, gets all like, awesome. group projects or whatever, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, that would be cool, but I didn't see any of that. But again, it's a beta, who knows. Um, yeah, totally. So yeah, there's a video going up. Go check it out. We go into some of the detail on some of the stuff and you can actually see it in action. It's bizarre, but I really want to see how that g- yeah, comes out. Yeah, it's a cool thing. No date on it yet. It's this year, apparently, but yeah. who knows. Um, that was the only other kind of original thing that I've been playing. It's yeah, that sure. and Doom, really. Uh, yeah. What about yourself? Uh, so I played. What have I played? I've played. So I played Total War Warhammer. I've oh yes, that. of course. Yeah. So this is the latest offering from what they call again Creative Labs, whoever they are that make the Creative Total Assembly. War game. Creative Assembly. Assembly. That's the ones. Creative something. Uh, They're owned by Sega. Like that Total War Warhammer is a Sega game. A Sega game. And uh, yeah, it's it's a total war game set in the Warhammer Fantasy universe, pre the stuff that's happening right now in the Warhammer Fantasy universe, where the world yeah. got destroyed and remade. Yeah, but um, yeah, so it's old Warhammer Fantasy, and it's it's really interesting because it's it's another kind of grand strategy or like strategy RTS style thing, um, mm-hmm. much like Stellaris, which is a game we talked about for a while. Yes, but because it, it, but it's very like traditional to those total war games you still have like the pieces that you move on the boards and the way you build up towns is kind of the same as the old ones and all but because it's set in the warhammer universe it's got all the warhammer trappings around it Mm. and that makes it really super interesting because like they have a whole so every there are four factions in the game which is like the empires of man the vampire counts the greenskins and the dwarfs sure and then there's also like chaos and stuff like that that turn up later and each one of those has a different like system, like unique system that makes that changes their playstyle. So right. like humans are all about like bureaucracy and stuff like that. So their system is that they have ele- like elect like uh, council that you can assign generals to to give them different titles and different abilities and stuff like that. But if you assign one guy over another, another guy gets pissed off and all that sort of stuff. It's it's a really interesting kind of game of chess of like who to promote and like. Where who to put where to get the best things? So you get like your Castellian engineer who makes all of your cannons and stuff better and cheaper to make and maintain, sure. and your spy master who makes your hero units better and all that sort of stuff. But then that's, that's like at a base level. So the, I, like, when, I remember one of the things I heard about that was the the green skin, the orcs. Are they called green skins? Yeah, or they just the they're orcs? green skins. Goblins as well. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. 
the Greenskins, um, so they appear to follow the warg system. The warg, yeah. So, like, do. if they don't, if they aren't constantly in combat, they get pissy and start fighting themselves. Yes, so they, 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 need, they need to be on a warg at pretty much all times, or else your own army starts tearing itself apart. So from you the need inside. to kind of like, I, I'm not really ready for this combat, but I need to go fight something. Yeah, so something needs to be fought, so I need to go and fight this like really small hamlet. That's kind of cool. To, that's yeah. kind of awesome that they're sticking to that. That's awesome. But so really, again, it's because this whole the trappings make it really interesting, and like the dwarfs have their goddamn grudge book that they like keeping a hold of and all that stuff and the vampire counts can't move on ground that hasn't been corrupted by the vampiric essence so if you move through non-corrupted ground all your units take damage and stuff sure and they also have the ability where they can just like raise entire armies from the dead because they're vampires they can do that um so yeah it's really interesting it's like again it's just another total war game but because the trappings make it really quite a bit more interesting a bit more flavorful and like all the all the Empire guys are just fighting for the Emperor and because it's all fucking fake Holy Roman Empire Germany thing, everything's got a stupidly long name and sure. the Emperor's called Karl Franz or whatever that is, or like Emperor Karl Franz the <laughs> Third. And mm. it's us great. It's fantastic. But um it's like a system where like the because of the way magic works in the Warhammer universe, it's all based on like change and like the winds will change. Oh, the so, winds like, of your, magic. Yes, of course. Yeah, the winds of magic will change. So, like your caster units just have the opportunity to be fucking mental. And like, if the winds of magic are in your favor, they're super, super powerful, but can also go insane sure. because that's how magic works. That's always been um, the thing, right? Is that um, like the magic can occasionally just like fucking blow your magician up? Yeah, yeah. That's that's that was the 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 end fate of a lot of the bright college wizards like the fire mages is like they they get too involved in the winds of magic and they blow up they just combust um and so yeah it's that's pretty pretty fucking cool i like you get to the point where you're in terms of actual game like is it is it one of those games where there's a world map that you move around Mm -hmm. then it goes into tactical tactical yeah it goes into the full proper like warfare scale you have like, like I, have, I haven't played one of those games to... since shogun so i i don't know if it's, it's, a, it's a still similar sort of idea okay. it's because it's one it's one of these if it ain't broke don't fix it things sure, like that totally. combat is still really interesting because it's sure. all about like actually understanding how military engagements work because it's like you're not dealing you with like, individual units you're dealing with like yeah you're dealing with an army so it's all yeah. about like how can you use units in the right way like can you send your cavalry round to flank the guys and can you protect your long range guys long enough to do damage and all that sort of stuff sure can you drag the enemy into a bad position to then take advantage of it sure. for example you can drag entire battalions of orcs into like a giant clearing and <laughs> then have your uh celestial mage cast a giant meteor from the sky and wipe out the entire thing it's pretty great like sure. that's a cool that's a cool little interaction. <laughs> totally. Like like what that kind of, that game kind of needed is because like actual warfare is not that exciting. Mm-hmm. Like from that kind of scale, yeah. Like it's lots of big blocks of things kind of colliding with each other, like bashing with each other until one of them goes away, yeah. falls over. Like so, like the ability to add like here's a fucking meteor or here's yeah. giant and fireballs dudes. and yeah. fucking flying bone dragons and hell rockets that's going like come in from halfway across the map and all that sort of stuff. Totally. Yeah, it, may, it, may, it makes it a bit more fun because they get to go a bit more crazy with it. Sure. I just want them to make a 40k version of it. Like that's That would be one, awesome, but then how do the you do I'll that play. in that combat system because it's all about ranged combat? 
Well, I mean, like they've all had archery and stuff like that in their yeah, before, but, right? But the whole point, but the whole point of that was the dynamic between like your ranged line and your forward line, and there isn't a but forward they, line in 40k. It's all just people with bolters. It's, but they, I mean, there's a bunch of like the orcs are primarily melee yeah, combat. Yeah, but, but sure, I guess you could make it interesting from the different factions' perspective. Yeah, like if you had enough then, factions, that might be possible, but. But then why would you do that when you could just play Dawn of War? Because Dawn of War is a really good game. Kinda, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, that game is like super cool. Total War cool. Warhammer is a really cool good little hear. game. Good uh, especially when you're like, you play the Empire. And like, so you remember in the old Total War games, you had like assassins, like in Shogun, you had ninjas that would go yeah, assassin. Yeah, they were the best part. Yep. Yeah. So in this, you just have like uh, clerics of Sigmar and witch hunters who sure. basically just walk into places and scream the word heretic and then blow someone's head off. <laughs> it's pretty so great. That's what witch hunters do. What like priests go about it a bit more of a oh this heretic blah blah. blah. Witch hunters just go in and go nah you're scum bang and nice. just like kill you. Okay. It's pretty great. Okay, that's it. It's, it's just a cool little thing. But yeah, it's it's a fun game if you want like grand strategy. If you want one of them with a with a bit of like cool fantasy mythology surrounding it. It's pretty awesome. Good. Cool. Um, in a similar vein, before I get to the other game that I played this week, I went and saw Warhammer last night. Oh Warhammer Warcraft last night. Oh the movie. The movie. Yes. Right. So, just as, how much Warcraft knowledge do you have about the lore of a Warcraft? Fair amount. Okay. Like I understand enough of it. This is and this is going to be one of my major points. Is movies like fine? It's like an okay fantasy movie, I guess. But it had it, a very it had a very kind of Avatar looking vibe to it. I yeah. Don't know why. It's, it's a lot of CG creatures fighting one another. Kind of. Um, okay. And so you so there's that and but. If you are not clued into like Warcraft, you're you get kind of left out in the cold for the first forty minutes of that movie. Really, they don't even try and set up. 40, 40 minutes is just like here's a name, here's a name, here's a place, there's a thing, here's a name, like all that. Stuff. Huh. The name of the main character isn't spoken for the first like fifteen minutes of that movie. You're just supposed to know who it sort of is. Assumes you know who it is, and like. Well, just like yeah, visually, like he's wearing the right costume. I, or? Like, yeah, I, I I don't know if it's that or if it's just like the place and time of like. Oh, okay. You kind of understand where it is in the lore, so you can put two and two together and figure it out who it is. Weird. Like the first, okay. the first guy who says the first guy who actually says his name out loud is Medivh, and Medivh is like he's an important character in the Warcraft universe. But like it's it, you, you've not said the name of at that point you've not said the name of either of the main characters because there's one on the human side and one on the orc side. You've barely said the the main the name of the orc main character. Uh, you said the name of the antagonist, which is good, and you've not said the name of the human main character at all, or the king of the humans. Like, you've not said any of it. Huh, all you've weird. said is that they're brothers. It's bizarre. And I, he turns I, up always like, ex- I always expect those movies to go the other way with that stuff, where it's like, no, here's this like, person, here's why he's here, like, and the people who know this kind of share, like, yes, we know, come on, come on, come on. No, no, this is, this is entirely just like, do, do, you know who, do you know who Medivh is? Do you know who Khadgar is? Do you know who Gul'dan is? Do you know what the Dark Portal is? Do you know where they're coming from to get to Azeroth? Do you know what they're doing in Azeroth? Weird. Do you understand what the spell is? Do you understand what's going to happen to Medivh? Do you understand what's going to happen in the future? Do you understand who these people are? These people are these... It's all that for like 40 minutes. That's bizarre. And then, and then it's just like a kind of okay fantasy movie at the end of it. Right. Like, after that, it's like fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's, 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 yeah, it's okay. Like, again, they do the big like fantasy trope of, oops, the, the people that actually like one another lose faith because of a misunderstanding and all that sort of stuff it's like contrived kind of bullshit and sure but hey there's a bunch of names in it and they show thrall and 
people like Thrall and they show oh, where Thrall gets Doomhammer. And, I wonder if yeah. the I wonder if the the, the hardcore War, uh, Warcraft people are happy with it. Well, I went with like two hardcore Warcraft oh, nerds, right. and one of them was like one of them gave the movie more credit than it deserved because of that stuff, and the right. other one was like me was just kind of like yeah, it was fine. Like, like there were a couple of moments where I I like. It, with my limited Warcraft knowledge, was able to go, ah, that's pretty cool. Like when they show uh, Dalaran, which is like the floating city where all the mages are, and I did it, and I went, that looks pretty cool because it's a cool-looking city or whatever. And like there's a bit where they fly into Stormwind on a griffin, and the griffin lands at the actual uh, flight path that you would land if you're in Stormwind in World of Warcraft. And I was right. like, ah, that's a funny joke. Okay. And they, like, they polymorph a guy into a sheep. And that's a funny joke, and they say it, and they say it lasts about a minute, which is a joke for World of Warcraft nerds. Like ah, uh, uh, but yeah. So so I'm looking at um, I decided to look on Rotten Tomatoes just to see. Yeah, it's like forty something percent. Seventeen. Oh, really? It got worse. Jesus. Yeah, a lot of really negative reviews. Also, that's a Duncan Jones movie. Yep. Which I didn't realize. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Okay. It's, it's been in, it's been trying to get made for a while, so it's it's understandable why it's not great. Ethan Sachs from the New York Daily News. This is not Lord of the Rings. It's barely Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Again, so, again, if you, if you strip away all of the stuff that but is Warcraft, it's like a meh fantasy movie. Yeah. Like, hey, there's a big bad. Then also, they go it's called, big also, it's bad. called Warcraft: The Beginning, which suggests there's going to be another one. Hey, that movie at the at the very end, that movie showed Baby Thrall, and if you show Thrall on screen, you're going to have another movie. Because sure. people need to know what happens to Thrall. The next movie is going to be Warcraft 3, which might be more interesting because sure. Warcraft 3 has got an actual story behind it. Because I call, think Warcraft 3 is the point at which Blizzard actually started writing stories. So it's, call, call me when they make Starcraft the movie, then I'll watch. Um, sure. Some of, these, but, sorry, some of these are great. Um, one of them, Troubled in Production and Destroyed with its editing. If they wanted to make this, they should have just called you a ball. That's a oh. Spanish review, by the way. Um, and then Daily Express... Warcraft, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing, which I thought is quite good as a... Yes. Yeah. Good, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that at least one of us saw that thing and went... Nah, I had, yeah, I had, to, I had to go see it because I know enough, like, massive World of Warcraft nerds and I know enough about Warcraft where I was like, sure. okay, I need to go see this and see what happens, and it was, sure. like, exactly what I expected. It was actually maybe a bit more... They lay it on a really thick... Right. Like, they make it super obvious. Like, when, they, when they're, like, riding out of Stormwind to do the big final battle and the king makes a point to stop and talk to his son and make sure he says the word Varian because that's really important. Right. That, okay. that It's kind of like that sort of like, we're going to make sure that everybody who knows about this understands what we're doing. It's like that. Okay. But it's a, at, at its core, it's a very mediocre fantasy movie. Fair enough. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, so the last game I played, which is the game everybody else has been playing, which is Overwatch. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, because at the behest of... Friday the site, Danny West. I bought that game. I was holding he- out that game because you said it wasn't going to be worth the fucking money and then yeah. you go behind my back and buy the fucking game. Well, Danny's a very convincing individual when you talk to him. Um, did you actually buy made- it or did you get a key from someone? No, I bought it. Uh, okay, and makes you feel a little bit better. And uh, yeah, he was just like, oh, this game's amazing. You need to get it so we can play. And I was like, no, I don't think it's worth it. He's like, ah, but it's really good. You should get it. It's like, eh, no. And then I got bored one Saturday and he asked me and I was like, ah, fine, whatever, and just bought it. Uh, turns out that game's actually really good. Oh, so. Jesus Christ. You played the beta, yeah. though. I played with yeah. you. 
Yep. And the beta is basically that final game. Like, that, there's not much... That I actually didn't play enough of it to, like, get understand why that game might be good. Okay, well, we're finishing this podcast and I'm fucking buying that game then, because I sure. want to play it. So, fine. Okay, that's right. okay. Fine, done. Um, yeah, yeah but- that game's... Game's really good. Like, what, what, what changed your mind? Shocking. Was there some specific thing it was that changed your get, mind? Get, getting to the point where I got to play, like play all the maps, try out all the different heroes, and like get get the kind of MOBA vibe of like I now understand how these heroes are going to interact with one another, yeah, and like how you can go about like playing against other people and all that sort of stuff. I think that I made think, it really interesting. I think that's like, playing for two me. games of it, two games of it in the beta wasn't enough to be. It was me just kind of going, eh, oh. doesn't. Okay, so I played a lot more of that game in the beta than sure. you did then. Yeah. But um, like even after all of that, like that was enough where I like I kind of know most of these characters now and I I know roughly what they yeah. do. But the next level of how do I counter this stuff, I hadn't quite hit yet. Yeah, I'm so, still like, I'm re- still not quite about that. Like that's that that is the next the, like once you're past the understanding of like I understand how these characters work, like how you should go about playing them and blah blah blah. blah. The next like wall that I've hit is like I don't understand how to stop what the other people are doing. Totally. Like, like I still. I'm still I, a lower left level where people will just in every game pick like Bastion, Reinhardt, and Torbjorn. Yeah. And like people people at my level who are just getting into the game can't understand how you outplay that. Totally. And like Reinhardt's Shield was one of those things where it was like, how yeah. do I get past she, this? Like, that's, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like every game, it's a, a Reinhardt with a massive shield with a Bastion behind it and a Torbjorn with a turret somewhere else. And you just get destroyed by it because no one understands how to go about outplaying it. And it seems and really weird, like with the amount of like assistance they give you in that game, which is like like when you're like when you're picking your team, you're like, hey, you don't have any yeah. support heroes, maybe you should do that. It feels yeah, like there's, there's that, a- and there's, but there's also like if you die to it, it it will explain in the death screen, like okay, so Bastion is about this. You can maybe kill him if you try. Like they say, like oh, well, does Bastion actually is- do that? Yeah, they say like Bastion oh. is really Bastion is really powerful, but he's stationary. So if you pick someone with high maneuverability, like Genji. And they write the name of the character, right. then you might be able to outplay it or whatever. Right. Um, that was the that, thing that, I missed. You think that that would suggest people of like maybe we should try doing this, but nah, people just run into the beat grinder over and over again. I mean, and yeah, don't really it's still early days. Like, I, it's, yeah. Another reason why I kind of waited a week is like, okay, I need to wait for everyone to kind of like play all the characters and fucking get bored of it. And then the people who actually care about playing the game will stay around and actually have some good games. But like watching. Uh, of course, like over the past week, the what is the name of that that feature they run on Kotaku? Um, Highlight wheel that they do yes. Kotaku. Like that has basically just been Overwatch for the past three or four episodes, and like yeah. watching there people some do those plays. Amazing moments that you can make in that game. Yeah, yeah. And then consequently, I, the play of the game stuff is kind of it's it's really dumb. Yeah, it's also super difficult. Like from a technical perspective, like I'm oh, yeah, looking, the, like it was a thing that, that people have now, people have now argued about this for the entire time that it's been out of like oh play of the game is just like a bastion who held down left click or a, a, a junk rat who got a really good tire yeah. or whatever but it's like you're right that's not what you should be the play of the game it should be someone who did something like swings the tide of battle totally. like a mercy who reses a bunch of people or whatever so I've seen some but play of the games that are it's mercy really hard to code that yeah yeah totally like how do you qualify that and like a bunch of the complaints I heard was like. So, like, obviously a lot of the play of the games are, like, team kills and stuff like that. And especially in, like, heroes like, uh, what is the name of the woman with the pink hair with the pulse gun thing? Uh, Zariah or whatever it is. Zara- uh, yes, woman. yes, Zariah. Um, like, she'll take out a team and get a play of the game, but the, the uh, Lucio, who's, like, boosting her 
thing and like supporting, like doing his support. Yeah, the, 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 the person who's like keeping her alive and totally. supporting her doing yeah, like, that. Is the not, mercy yeah. healing her and stuff like that, like doesn't get the, so it's, it. So it is a. It's, it's kind of what we said when we were playing the beta. Like that is a immaculately presented package. And yeah. like the actual technical aspect of that play of the game stuff is great. Like the little, like when the text comes up and like seeing your name there and highlighting these people and the animation going on in the background. The thing is, like, it's just a case of tweaking that algorithm to actually work out what the big play was and and rewarding the people who are playing all types of... Yeah. And it, it, it took a long time, actually, for like hearing a lot of the, the critics talk about the game for me to realise that, yeah, there's like, there's no way of just seeing like, here's the leaderboard of your team, here's how many times you've died compared to everyone else, here's your score. Like, they've hidden all of that. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to realise that they'd hidden all of that because I'd realised I hadn't seen like a kill death ratio in the entire time of the game. Yeah, That's it's all and smart. there's like like assists don't exist. It's just you've just helped with kills, but yeah. they don't measure all that sort of stuff. And, and you can just... and you can totally like the reward or the commendations thing at the end. Like some of the yeah. commendations sometimes like no, you like healed a bunch of people or like you 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 absorbed a bunch of damage using yeah. like maze wall or some stuff like that. Yeah, um, it's. Yeah, it is super cool, but that's one thing. Like, if that's the thing that people are complaining about, then that's kind of fine. Yeah, um, it's also just like on a on a, a completely surface level. Like, those characters are like really cool and individual and well designed and really good animation. I still, I maintain, I still think the shooting's not great. Okay, but I get around that by playing the more interesting characters totally. so instead of yep. playing like I th- I I think Sol- Soldier Seventy Six has his place in that game. He's a good counterplay to annoying people like Farah, who you just need hit scan weapons to kill. Right. But at the same time, he's really fucking dull to play. Yeah, totally. Like his yeah. gun feels like garbage and doesn't do anything, and his alt's cool, but that's just like auto fire, and that doesn't work. Sure. So I go and play people like Genji, who you like have to get in close because he throws shurikens at people, or like Hanzo, who has a bow. So you have yeah. to like actually aim the gun and like it feels good to like when you kill someone with a headshot with a bow and arrow, feels really good. Yeah, Doesn't totally. feel good when it's soldier seventy six just holding down left click. Totally. So like, I, I, was, people. I was doing the same, like I was playing like I played a lot of Farah, I played a lot of Diva, um yeah. played some uh I didn't play a lot of the Malie characters because Malie's again, first person Malie is really difficult to do. Um it's, it's, they do think... they, they they make good good uh, adjustments for it in this game so like sure. Genji's Genji's ult is his big dragon sword thing sure but like when you swing it it swings in like a pretty big arc right. so even if you're not exactly hitting them you'll probably still hit them it's yeah, um, yeah and like a lot, a lot of support <laughs> yeah like the best I, I play a lot of Genji so the best thing you can get is like a dragon blade and I'm pretty sure this is how it works even though I don't think I've seen it written anywhere which is like if you get a kill your dash resets Right. So you like kill someone, dash forward, kill someone else, dash forward. So you feel proper amazing when you're doing oh, I've it. Seen, I've seen a lot of team kills with Genji. Like, yeah, the stuff you can do it's is really good. Incredible. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I need to get back into that. Like, I, I wanted to get, and it seems like they're they're doing the what do they call it? The brawl is it brawl the the random yeah, or arcade yeah. or whatever it is. Like, they're, it's they're, arcade mode, but it's, it's tavern brawl from here. Um, yeah. from Hearth. is their mode of the week thing. So like last yeah. week it was, God, what was it last week? It was like. Christ, I don't what know. Was it? I can't remember. Was it, not, was it not just like yeah, you could either play Genji or Hanzo? And no, you that's to... this week's. Is that this week? Okay. I think it resets on a Friday, so I think this sure. week's it's the Genji Hanzo thing, which is kind of dumb, but sure. Um, but at least they're doing something like that. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'll, I am, 
I will get back into that. That game is cool. Yeah. And we'll game is back. pretty cool. Um, not, not, not as flawlessly amazing as everybody says it is, but it's still a pretty damn cool game. I was totally getting the... Like, especially with the beta stuff, I was like, it's kind of 2am and I need to go to bed, but I could just do one more match and it'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, the matches are also really quick, so you yeah. get caught in the loop really easily. Yeah. It's, but that's, it also, that's... like, drives... The game seems to drive tense situations really well because of the way overtime works. Like, if you're on the losing end of overtime, it feels like complete bullshit, but... It yeah. drives like close games, which is pretty interesting. Totally, yeah, be cool. Um, uh, is that everything from you? I think that's everything. Yeah, cool. So I think it's your turn to do our musical interlude. Yeah, so for the the musical interludes for this week, um, so we put up a video for uh, Tharsis last week, which was the yes. um, insanely difficult. I've tried playing that game again a couple of times. I'm still I'm missing something. I've decided I'm officially missing something because I'm terrible at that game. Um, but one of the things, that, one of the main things that's really cool about that game is the music. And I went digging um, for the Thursday's video to get get the music for the game to to, yeah. to do for some of the video. And actually, it's a really really cool. It's it comes from an album which doesn't appear to be related to the the developers at all. It's just some a, a guy's album that they have licensed for the game. Um, the artist called Weevil W E V A L. Uh, and sure. Half AGP is where all of the music from that game comes from. So one of the songs we're going to do is from that. Uh, this is a song called Rooftop Paradise, um, and it's it's one of the like the, the music in that game is is it kind of randomly selects stuff every week, every in-game week, and this is one of my favourites. Let's figure it out. So if you check post, you can see where to get that. There's a fan cap where you can pick that stuff up. Um, so yeah, there's a rooftop paradise by Weevil from Thursus and we'll be back after this. Paradise by Weevil from uh, music featured from Tharsis and you can check out the post and you see where you can go buy that um, I think Bandcamp is the easiest way to go about getting that, yeah, so there's a link on the post so in terms of news um, like we said at the start until this morning there was basically nothing and then a bunch of small things happened today the E3 machine kicked in like a um, lot of stuff is happening pre-E3 and I don't understand why because a lot of these things are kind of cool and I'm not entirely sure why. But anyway, yeah. let's very quickly work through some stuff. Um, there's more screenshots from uh, Vampire, which is the new game from the Life Strange people. Um, oh, yes. Yes. They're, they're kind of Cthulhu-looking vampire, uh, vampire game. Mm. Game looks super cool. Like It looks like they're taking yeah. that engine and doing some really nice stuff with it. Looking forward to seeing what that is. Hopefully some of that appears at, um, at E3. 
No Man's Sky officially delayed till August, which is disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a prime position to be like the game I played the week after E3. It is now out August uh, August 9th in the US and whatever that Friday is in the UK. Yeah. Um, disappointing for a number of reasons. One, that, hey, I want to play a game. And two, the fucking fan reaction to that game. Like, I'm not going to add to the, that announcement. Fucking like, internet. God. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I have, this is all I'll say on it because I don't want to fucking dwell on this anymore. Give people time. But Sean Murray... Out of all the interviews and press appearances I've seen for that man, seems like the nicest man that's ever existed. John and, Murray is a lovely individual. And anyone that shake could, his hand and buy him a pint. Totally. Anyone that sends that man death threats has zero heart. Yeah, fuck you, you like, terrible person. Like, why would you do that to like the nicest man? Ugh. Yeah. Um. There's going to be a couple of announcements um this week pre E3, which is kind of interesting. Um, the fourth expansion for Destiny is going to get announced to on Thursday, the 9th, um, which I, I think is the Rise of Iron, I think was the leaked name that came out of it. Yeah, which is... Oh, kind of, yeah, Rise of Iron. Which is the guy of, with a hammer on the cover, which looked pretty which, cool. Which, I mean, yes, that's just the... That's the Oh God, it's been so long since I played Destiny. That Titan? Class, Titan, yeah, it's one of the Titan... How do I know that you Because I'd forgotten that I never play Titan. Um, also, Rise of Iron, like the the Crucible thing, that is not the the level, the level based Crucible thing, is called the um, Iron fucking. My destiny knowledge has just disappeared. What the hell is it called? Something Iron, anyway. Iron. So Iron Marks, Iron Crucible. I no, I can't remember. Anyway, whatever it's called. Um, I hope it's not just that. Like this expansion, better be something. Decent. Oh, you don't want it to just be like a PvP expansion? I don't want it to be just a Crucible expansion. That's the last yeah. thing that game needs. Like, the Crucible's fine as it is. Do not give us more Crucible. Give us some fucking better story content. Give us some more... Um, King... What? Taken King. Give us more Taken King. King. You want more... You you want a better story. You I want, want more, more, I want more story. I want more locations. I would like some of those secret quests that they added back into it. That would be kind of cool. You want more... What was, what was that cool robot guy called? Cade? Is that his name? Yes, Kate, uh, Kate, yes. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn's been delayed till February next year. A game, they put a new trailer, that game looks super cool. Still, yeah. that's the kind of caveman with robots, or sorry, cavewoman with robots game. Totally. From the, from the uh, Killzone people. The game looks awesome. Watch Dogs 2 looks like it's going to get announced on Wednesday. Like again, pre E three. Yeah, before E three. Yeah, they did the. Weirdest... I think. They, I think they've have they not just kind of had to run with um, leaks because that thing got spoiled like last week. Sure, but like we're a week away at this point. Like, just shut up and give it a week. Like, unless Let they... people. Yeah, like you know it's coming at this point, so now you'd be excited for the press conference to actually see what this game is. Sure, like they're yeah. going to announce it on on Tuesday or sorry Wednesday, June eighth, with the weirdest fucking announcement announcement trailer that there's ever been which is like the side kind of a shot of a guy from the back with did you see this trailer by the way it's i know i, I saw a sh- still from it and it was just a guy holding a phone yeah, i was like yeah that, i probably watch dogs it's that for 30 seconds and like oh, he okay. and he like plays with the phone and the background changes slightly like it's does it do they weren't noise uh, do those, a though? couple of times yeah yeah um dead rising 4 got leaked or a, yeah. a, a supposed video, uh, supposed photo of a poster from Dead Rising for Dead Rising Four appeared. Um, 
So again, probably Microsoft E3 press conference that's here. Probably going to be a thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, new game from the Saints Row people, uh, Volition. Yeah. Announced. Did you what see a that trailer? Thing. Yeah. So it looks. It's got. I don't know. It reminded me a lot of like a. It's also called like an Agents of Mayhem. Agents is that what of it's Mayhem. Called? So it's yeah. weird because visually it's kind of got elements of what I thought was kind of invisible ink in there a little bit. Yeah, like I from can a see style that. Style yeah. perspective. There's a little like, bit Overwatchy, little a little bit Overwatchy, a little bit Battleborny, like with some of the yep. explosion stuff. Lots of stuff in there, and then it ends, and the kind of screen with the logo on it is the fleur de lis with on purple, and you're like, is this all the same yeah. world? It was just like it was the fact, and the the I don't know if you saw it, but like the she's talking to a bunch of holographic heads, and they're all called Altor. Oh, like, are they? Okay. Yeah. It's like, and then she does that, but it's not, it's not just that. She turns around and there's the big purple fleur de lis, yeah. and she's like, "Ha, ah, street gang, surely yeah, like, not." Explicitly You're like, street gang. Really? Is like, this like the next? The, this is the same universe. Are they, uh, I was going to say, is this like? Is this like? Because obviously, like the Saints were doing that rise to power thing where they were like on top. Are they now just got to the point where they're like a secret shadow organization? Um, yeah, kind of. That's bizarre. It's a really cool thing because they're totally. linked universes, but it's. But also, like, that's kind of totally what I would want from that state. Like, they can't do any more Saints Row as it stands, so they need to do something else and like, take that idea and make it... Yeah. So one of the, th- the, the interesting things from that that announcement in the press release was that it said exclusively single-player. So... So, I, like, not even, like, co-op online, or...? There was no mention of any online stuff at all, huh. which is disappointing, because yeah. we played a lot of Saints Row games co-op. Yeah, we did four, and that was pretty good. Four, and... Did we do three, we did three as well? Did we, not? we did three as well, yeah. Or chunks of three, anyway. Um, yeah, there's a trailer from, for Ukulele, which is the Kickstarter-funded game from the uh, X-Rare the, dudes. Uh, the... Banjo-Kazooie game. Yeah. The, that, the game is Banjo-Kazooie and everything but name. Hey, yeah. that game looks a lot like Banjo-Kazooie, weirdly enough. What a shocker, yeah. Really cool trailer. But it's also now 2017. Um, Final Fantasy XIII Remastered got announced, which is called... 12 Remastered, wasn't it? Yes. Sorry, 12. Yeah, remastering 13 seems like a weird one. Remastering totally. 12's a weird idea as well. But it's True. Still... Like skipping... I mean, they did 10... They did, they did the 10 HD remaster, they did the 9 PC thing, yeah. they ballsed up the 6 one, yeah. they're spending 20 fucking years doing the 7 one. So did, did you play 12? Yeah, did, did, 12's alright. So the remake is called Final Fantasy XII The Zodiac Age, is that a reference yep. to something in the game? The 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 way that you would like level up or something, that was called the Zodiac Grid, uh, I think. okay, sure. I think, because it was uh, all based on like, licensing and stuff like that, it was weird, right. it was a weird system. Uh, but, PS2 um, game from 2006. Wow, that game's a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it's old game. Uh, revamp character mods and cutscenes, autosave, shorter load times, improved turbo mode, uh, and the entire score has been re-recorded, but will also feature the original soundtrack. Cool. That's kind of cool. If you're going to remaster yeah. something, do it, do it properly. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, Rocket League has sold 5 million copies and has 15 million players for a game that good. kind of came out cool. of nowhere. That's kind of fucking great. That's awesome for those guys, yeah. Totally. Um, they did something really cool they deserve to get like Psionic's total revenue now exceeds 110 million dollars so from a game that was a PS Plus game and a PC launch that's done pretty well for them yeah Uh, did you watch that fucking Mighty Number 9 trailer no I heard it was crazy and I went meant to but I never did it's can I take a break and watch it right now we're gonna gonna, gonna pause recording and you're gonna watch this trailer hold on I'll send you a link 
So we just took a break to actually watch this trailer. How t- fucking terrible is that? The fuck is that? Exactly. Like this is a this is a Kenji and Funi game, right? Like I get that they're basing it off of a game from the eighties, but you don't also have to base your trailer off of it. Like that's yeah. What the fuck? Like like make the bad guys cry like an anime fan on prom night. Like really? Uh, that's where you're going. Considering so weird. The, considering like insult what is probably a large part of the Venn diagram of your target market. Like yeah. What the fuck? Also, also explain to them that you have a dash move over and over yeah, again. Like, like explain not... core game concepts in a what? Oh. And then also at the end, and you get the retro hero. If you pre-order, you get the retro hero DLC, which is Minecraft just a Minecraft dude. And yeah. you're like, there's no Minecraft like, there's no Minecraft like there at all. And what? Oh, it just. Oh. It's is a bizarre thing. I saw a lot of people very disappointed that they kickstarted that game. I'm sure that I would be. That's yeah, awful. Totally. It's really bad. Um, yeah, that's fucking terrible. Anyway, moving on. Um, this is a report, so not confirmed by anyone, but according to Variety, Division's getting a movie. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be in the movie. He's going to be The Division, I think, is how he's been cast. He is the <laughs> he's Division. He's cast as The Division. All of them. Yeah, it'll be All hundreds of, the of Jake Gyllenhaals. Um... Yeah, they're not. The Dark Zone, the Dark Zone's going to be really interesting. Ubisoft, are not fucking about like the Prince of Persia movie, which was him as well, right? Yep, yep. He was the Prince of Persia. Yes. And then the Assassin's Creed movie coming later this year, and then now this the fa- the Fastbender. Like and out, then... of the, out of the three of those things, the division is something that might possibly work because the. I mean, Assassin's Creed can work. I just don't think it will. No, but, uh, but like I, the division is loose enough with its narrative where you could take sure, that and turn it yeah, into a decent yeah. movie. You just need to give it to like, I don't know, like it could be a kind of cool Clancy, Tom Clancy style movie. Like it could be yeah, like a games or something like that. You know, that kind of style of movie. But who knows? As long as they don't turn it into the fuck is that? What was that? Remember, like, was it last summer that there was two different movies about people destroying the White House? Yeah, there was uh, Olympus has fallen and. Yeah, the other one. I can't remember the other one. Dark, but, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, that was, was. the one. Yeah, yeah. like and oh. Zero Dark Thirty was really good, and then Olympus Fallen was really bad. Is Zero Dark Thirty, yeah. not the the one about the Bin Laden. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty was the Bin Laden one. Oh shit! I don't know which one it I was. Can't then. Remember what the other one. Yeah, whichever one. whichever one that had Gerard Butler in it was really bad. Yeah, and I think that was Olympus has fallen. Yes, it was. Um, and then London has fallen is also anyway. As long as it doesn't doesn't turn out like that, like that could theoretically be a decent movie. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Starbreeze has bought the rights to the Payday franchise, and I've, I've yeah. mentioned the words Payday three. Um, sure, Payday two did really well, so I'm not surprised. Um, there's a couple of really interesting things in the contract that I have never seen in one of these things before. I mean, we don't see a lot of con- no, there's not a lot of stuff written about these contracts, but some interesting things. So five or five games currently own it and they bought this Starbucks bought it from them for about 30 million dollars of the company's stock um Starbucks also noted that 505 will get a third of all revenue from the future sales of payday 3 up to 40 million dollars after Starbucks has recouped its development and marketing costs so there's still something in there that's like hey you'll still get cut of this thing even though we own it which is weird sure right um this is, sorry this is from the polygon article um Yes, yeah, so they now get full rights to the franchise for any future development or commercialization. So, Payday 3 will be a Starbreeze game, basically. That's what we're saying. Um, I think that was... Oh, yes, so 
this is disappointing but also kind of funny in a weird way where um the, so you, you know Alison Road the game that was the spiritual I don't want to say sequel because the first one never came out but like what was supposed to be PT after PT get cancelled yes 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 um Alison Road has been cancelled oh. <laughs> um for reasons which we're not entirely sure of yet, the, uh, the the official Alison Road Twitter account put out a statement which simply said, Hi all, sadly Alison Road has had to be cancelled. Statement to come in the next few days. Thank you for all your support. It's very sad it came to this. End of t- end of tweet. And that is, as time of recording, all of the information we have. Huh. Um, so something happened there, which I'm sure we'll find out from developers Lilith Limited, which will be. But yeah, like, super disappointing that game got, got cancelled, but also a little bit funny that Hey, it stuck to PT a little bit too, yeah, it's, too much. Yeah. Um, it's, following, it's following its predecessors through steps almost exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of yeah. Overwatch, have you, did you watch the 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 like kind of character animations they've been doing? Yeah. For those games, the, those are the the like the meet the equivalents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the the they've been really well made, like yeah, super but cool. It's, it's Blizzard and Blizzard are good at that. So it's yeah. Um, so this is just a little interesting point that I read. Um, so the last the last one that came out was a the the Kenji Hanzo. One called Dragons, which is about. Oh, their... is it not the Soldier Seventy Six one? Was that the last? Oh, sorry, one? no, you're right. That was it. Was one before yeah. that. It was the the called Dragons? Yeah, the, which the, is the dragons. Yeah, the link Genji between and those Hanzo. two characters. Um, but again, the, the title of the article was Overwatch isn't very good at picking kanji characters. So there's a scene in there where uh, is Hanzo the one with the bow. Yes. Yes. Hanzo is kneeling in front of a shrine of some description with a big banner with some kanji above it. Uh, and literally the kanji translates to dragon head snake tail which makes a lot of sense considering the powers yep. of those, those characters and where they come mm-hmm. from and all that kind of stuff but colloquially um, so I'll, I'll just read directly from the Kitatic article however Japanese people don't read these four characters literally as previously mentioned this is an idiom actually this means anti-climax <laughs> which, <laughs> sure. which I thought was pretty funny and there's a bunch of things bunch of um, Japanese twitters going this is really funny that's um, pretty funny, and it's even—it's not even a case of like this is a weird colloquial thing. Like you put it into Google Translate, and it comes up as anticlimax. Great, didn't even great. bother Google Translate it. Yeah, that was—I think it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, just, that was pretty funny. But the the biggest story I think of of the past um, couple of weeks is the confirmation that there are two new Xboxes coming by 2017. Um, yeah, according to a report from uh, Kotaku. Where they're uh, so later this year there will be a cheaper, smaller Xbox, the Xbox Slim, which they've done a bunch of times before, and then next year Microsoft will be releasing a more powerful version uh, of their console. So it's exactly what people thought it was. Totally, yeah. yeah. Um, they're doing the. I, I don't want to say they're doing the PlayStation thing. It was just so happened PlayStation One leaked first. But they are they are they are moving to an iPhone model, which is the term that I've been appear, using. Yeah, totally. It's the easiest description for it. That they appear yeah. to. When they said all the uh, all those months ago, when um, who's the head of Xbox? Uh, uh, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. Know. When he was talking about like the the overlap to the PC and like saying that Xbox is a platform, not a console. Yeah. He kind of meant it, which means they're going to yeah, yeah. they're going to be um, revving the stuff. So again, we've talked at length about when the Neo came out, about how, what this means for the console market and all this kind of stuff, and this hasn't really changed much. Like. Apart from the fact this new one codenamed Scorpio, which is a great name, the Neo and the Scorpio will be fighting it out next year, which is pretty funny. Finally, they, they named it after the fake Bond villain from The Simpsons is yeah, stupid. True. Like, is the next one going to be the Gemini or something? Like, yeah. Who knows? 
Um, a couple of interesting points about it. One is that the the supposed power jump in this one is going to be substantial. The numbers that were getting bandied about was in terms of teraflops, which theoretically... I love that term. It's what great. is a teraflop? Explain what a teraflop is. Uh, flop stands for floating point operations per second. Okay. So it's basically how many floating point math operations the processor can do per second. So, so how much math it can do per second, Yeah, basically. basically. And floating right. point is more complicated than integer, obviously. So sure. It's a of course reasonably... it has. It's got more words in it. It must be complicated. Yeah. yeah. Floating point is anything with a decimal, just so you know. Sure, right. Uh, anything we'll with talk a... about this more off air. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's kind of... It was kind of... Especially in the early days of, like, Pentiums and all that kind of stuff, it was very commonly used as a way of judging processing power before people kind of settled on gigahertz, which is totally different. But anyway. Um, so a lot of the numbers I've got banned about were teraflops. So the current Xbox is about 1.6. The PlayStation 4 is about 1.8. The Neo is reportedly 4, which is already a big jump. And then the Scorpio is supposed to be between... Um, six to seven, I think was, or five to six. Sorry, was the number they were banning about. Sure. So the, again, these numbers don't particularly mean anything. The same way benchmarks don't particularly don't uh, don't particularly. It's all down to the rest of the architecture, the rest of the system, and all this kind of stuff. But it is going to be a powerful system. Is the is the is what you can pull from that? Don't expect comparison numbers, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. So that's that was an interesting point out of it. Um. And the other, the other point that came out of it was that the, the sources have said that it is pursu- Microsoft is continuing to pursue its partnership with Oculus, with the theory being that well, they'll be o- supported by Oculus Rift. Yeah, so it's um, like Oculus Ready out of the box. Yeah. What how, what form that takes, who knows? I've heard people talking about like, <sighs> ideally you would expect that the current Oculus Rift just plugs straight in and it works. Yep. Worst case scenario, you get the Xbox One Oculus Rift. Middle scenario, the Oculus Rift 2 will support the Neo, uh, the Scorpio. The, update, the updated Oculus hardware will support yeah, the... the... the Oculus Rev 2, whenever that comes sure. out or whatever, um, will support... We don't actually know at this point. Yeah, of course. Um, so that was kind of all the all the details that kind of came out of that. Like, now that both companies are doing it, it's a lot easier to kind of... You feel a little bit more comfortable where you're like, okay, if Sony were the only ones doing this, then yeah, well, it's, that it, can it's, go bad it, for it, them. It has made it a more definitive move towards, yeah. like, this is the way that the industry is going to be. Yeah. Whether or not that, that ends up padding out, we don't know. Yeah, like, like it, it's, it's a very different thing where if one side of this is saying, we are doing this thing, and everyone goes, no, you're not, and they immediately jump ship. But if both companies are doing this... It's they they are both firmly establishing this is the way this is going to go. So either you now need to decide how you want to go about doing this. Um, so again, it's what we've been saying since these rumors started. It is down to how they message this thing. It is down yeah, to of how course, they, yeah. How they put this forward and who they advertise to, and who they say each machine is going to be for, and all this kind of stuff. Um, why why do you want this? Why do how, you want how, this thing? How are we gonna how are we gonna make sure that the people that haven't just bought PS4 stroke Xbox ones are gonna kill us? Yeah. Like that exactly. sort like, of idea. That's a big thing. And also like I mean there's, there's a couple of things in there, one of which yes, like what does this mean? Why would you want to jump to this thing? What does it mean yeah. if I have a current one? All that kind of stuff. But also, are they gonna call it the Xbox two? Are they going to call yeah, it Yeah, the name's gonna be really interesting. Like on both sides, like the P- are they going to call it the PS4.5? Are they calling it revert and call it the PlayStation and just say, well, this is it? And it's like the P- 
PS4 2016. The PlayStation, yeah. The PS4 Gen 1. Unless they they go to like a weird like on-off cycle where it goes like PS4, then PS4, they just call it the Neo, let's say, and then go PS5 and then PS5 Neo. No, they they have to ditch numbers. Like if they're going to to do the iteration cycle that they're doing for this thing, they have to ditch numbers. Like if they're smart, if they're smart that they they ditch the numbers, but this is also the industry that spawned names like the Xbox One and a video game called Battlefield One when it's the sixth in the fucking franchise. Which Which makes me think actually that like, Maybe this was part of the original plan when they called it Xbox One in words, so that they can then go with the Xbox Two. That's like, uh. yeah, like maybe, but who knows? Um, I don't know. Let me see. But so yeah, E3 is still going to be super interesting. And again, Microsoft had the same problem they did back at the launch of the last gen or this gen. God, gens are kind of going to just disappear now, right? Oh yeah, totally. It's just it's now just iterations. It's models now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when the PS4 and Xbox One got announced, where Microsoft went first and said, here's the price, and we went, and then PS4 came out £100 cheaper with more features. And so, again, Microsoft are going to have to go first this year, like they do every year. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they message it, see what the reaction is going to be like, and then see how Sony message it, see if there's going to be some tweaking in the hours between the press conferences about how yeah. we go about doing this. Oh, yeah, is, is it, 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 it going to be the, 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 the Sony, like, Watching Xbox do their whole "it's always online" thing and quickly changing stuff backstage—is it going to sure. be that again? Is it, or, I mean, the rumor is that was the price thing, right? Is that yeah, Xbox that came the out the price and then went, then Sony went backstage and went, "We need to knock a hundred pound off this thing right now." Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, there's kind of a limited amount of stuff, like all what they could, do, like the, there's kind of a limited amount of way they can they can kind of aim this thing because they've got to produce a lot. When you're announcing a new console, you need to produce a lot more information than just that final slide with a price on it. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of stuff in there, so like maybe it's a case of like if if Microsoft announced their thing and with all the features and the Sony one is basically the same concept, do Sony just kind of go well maybe not this time and kind of yeah. hide it under the rug for like Gamescom or TGS or something like that and we'll do it in our own time when we've had some time to think about this. So yeah, it's 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 gonna be fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, as we say nearly every single week now, E three is gonna be really interesting this yeah, year for a number of reasons, or very um, for a large amount of reasons. And but. speaking of E three, I was hoping when we didn't have a lot of news that it was gonna be mainly E three stuff, but turns out we had news. But anyway, uh, so E three is starts officially on Sunday with the start of the press conferences because apparently now E three starts on a Sunday because this is now the thing. Because, yeah, if she keeps pushing further and further back until E3 happens the year before E3 happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, again, we've got... We kind of went a little bit long, so we'll kind of keep this short, but kind of running order goes on the Sunday. We have EA at... And this is all UK time, obviously, for yeah. us. Um, EA at... Uh, sorry, uh, 9pm for us. What are we expecting to see out of EA? Probably more Mass Effect. Titanfall Hopefully 2. something about Andromeda. Something like... They'll talk about Battlefield 1. Yep. They'll maybe mention Catalyst, since Catalyst only came out the week before. Uh, uh, Titanfall 2 will obviously be a big something part about of battle, Something about Battlefront DLC. Yeah, they'll probably like, stand Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, Battlefront, sorry. There's a bunch of stuff that could uh, potentially be... And, usually, and then they'll talk about sports. They're usually yeah. EA bollocks. Like, yeah. it's, One of the things I've seen banning about is, like, is this when we see the Visceral game? visceral star wars game like is this the year for that oh that the amy henning game yeah uh, maybe yeah that'd be, be cool actually yeah well, i'd be into that 
Totally. Um, like, because the EA Ma, what is the name of that studio? EA Motive, I think, is the one that are the other ones that are doing Star Wars game. Like, they're still it, hiring yeah. stuff, so they're far away from that. Sure, that's, that's the Jade Raymond studio, the new one. Yes, because I, I remember this now. Because Amy Henning and Jade Raymond are both working on separate Star Wars games. Totally. So yeah, it's a super exciting time to be a Star Wars. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Two people are good at their jobs making Star Wars games. It's fantastic. Yeah. So EA are first this year, this time at nine p.m. Then at three a.m. Yep, long night. Uh, Bethesda. Yep. What? Where we'll get something. What the fuck? Yeah, like, so, like, Dishonored 2 obviously is going to be a big part of that conference. Dishonored 2, something about Doom, probably like DLC. Maybe some Doom DLC. Uh, some more Fallout 4 stuff, maybe. A, a, full, a Fallout 4 DLC talk thing or numbers, probably both. Uh, and like, what else do they have I'd... to announce? A teaser for a new Elder Scrolls game? Maybe. Uh. Maybe that's a thing. Prey 2, does that come back? No. <laughs> that game's dead. As much as I want it to be alive, that game's dead in the water. I've decided that Prey 2 is now my last Guardian. It's the new last Guardian. Totally. So you're saying six, seven years down the line and they come back to Prey 2? Totally. Um, um, so yeah, so Bethesda's going to be interesting because they have an hour to fill, or like two hours to fill. And they an hour, to fill surely it's an hour. Last, one was, two last hours. one was two, but I suppose okay. they, had, they had Fallout 4 to talk about. So Yeah, they had a lot of Fallout to talk about. Sure. Um, Unless they talk a lot about Elder Scrolls, and yeah, that'll be fine. New Elder Scrolls, that might be the thing. That's but that's really that's really soon to follow, like really quick. Yeah, but normally I, I mean, obviously not, obviously not this year, but like next year. Sure. Maybe it comes at, at who knows. Anyway, uh, Microsoft are then at five thirty p.m. Um, on the Monday the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we talked about the console stuff. Might be a big part yep. of that. Um, sea of Thieves! Let me see thieves. more about Sea of Thieves. Totally. Sea of Thieves. Please let me see more about Sea of Thieves. Will be a big thing in there. And probably some Gears 4. Probably yep. some. Maybe some Crackdown. Would be yeah, Crackdown, maybe there. Some, some Scalebound. Uh, future Scalebound dudes. Yeah, with the dragon. Dragon. Some racing one. game, like Forza or something. There'll probably. Be some Forza, yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, a lot oh, of no. unknown from Microsoft, actually. Because, like. Good. They've done that the Halo's. fucking that um oh Christ what was that game with the robot and the girl oh uh, yeah maybe some yeah that one something about that maybe I don't that know be interesting um maybe that game was that Kenji and Fudy game that was that a Kenji and Fudy game yes it is. oh yeah his new sure. studio yes um, so that's Microsoft and then it's seven thirty um the PC gaming show yes don't know particularly what's going to be there um so the people I know the guy I know the guy that's hosting it and the guy that's hosting it is very good so. who's the guy that's hosting it. Uh, a, a former StarCraft 2 commentator, now streamer called Day9, who's oh, a very... Oh, Day9, yes. Okay, he, is, sure. he is not only very funny, but he's also an incredibly intelligent man, so he should be able to do quite well. Sure. Um, so the, the, com- the three companies, or three of the companies that have signed up are Bohemia Interactive, so Arma, the Ar- Arma DZ, people, yeah. um, Relic, obviously, so there'll be some Dawn of War stuff. Dawn of War, there. Yes. Um, and Studio Wildcard, who the Ark Survival Evolved people have also said there will be something there. Sure. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, that'll be an interesting one. Um, and AMD are sponsoring it, so maybe they announce a card or something there. After well, they're not gonna, are they going to maybe talk about that £200 thing that they were... Oh, yeah, the rumour for that, yeah, because they need to do yeah. something to combat the, the, the new 1080s, which are kind yeah. of lighting up the fucking internet yeah. right now. This this card's better than a Titan, and it doesn't cost a thousand five hundred pounds. Yeah, yes, exactly. It really sucks that I bought that card. <laughs> like, it's still like it's still, it's still like a good card. Quid, like 
But the 1070 is not. The 1070 is a little bit more than the one I have right now. The, ni- the oh, okay. 970 that I have sure. right now. So, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Ubisoft, then 9pm. Um, Maurice Tyler, which will be awesome. Hopefully. That'd be no, good. It is, it's definitely... Oh, she definitely is good. Has, she's a good host. So that's she fine. is. Um, so, obviously, like we said, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs 2. 2. Um, uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon Wildlands, probably. Yes, that game about drugs. Um, drugs. Can't fight fiction. Uh, that one. Yeah, that one. Um, uh, that's an Imagine Dragons song. Did you know that? Is it? Yeah. I, I, oh. went, I went and looked it up. It's an Imagine Dragons song. Apparently. Sure. Um, um, anything about the new Assassin's Creed, the Egypt one? No, because it's taking a year off this year, remember? So... It's taking a year off this year, but they can talk about it for next year. Maybe, yeah, maybe they do a trailer. Maybe they do a teaser trailer. They just go, see. oh, it's whatever Egypt. Here's what it is, but it won't be next, it won't be this year. Assassin's um, Creed for Honor will probably be. Oh yeah, with the guy with the crazy cane and the yeah. beard. Yeah, yeah, beard cane guy might be back. Who knows? That'll Actually, you know what? I don't think Assassin's Creed will be there because I think Watch Dogs will be there. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. It'll be that. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, any other Ubisoft? They will, they will have. Stuff. They will have their obligatory uh, celebrity cameo dance game thing, oh, like Just God. Dance or something. They cannot. Like, who would you get this year? Like, I don't follow much modern uh, music anymore. Who, who was it they got last year? Was it just the rule last it was year? Just the rule last year. So this year it's. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, who do you get? I don't actually know. Justin Timberlake. Oh, get- man. Well, that would actually be good. So I don't know about that. Yeah, I know. Although, did you see him in Eurovision, though? Maybe not so good. Not nah, sure. That yeah. song's alright, though. It's that song fine. controls. Totally fine. fine. Um, so, yes. Who knows what else we'll see there. Um, that, again, a lot of unknown on there. We'll see how that goes. Yep. And the thing about Ubisoft is that, obviously, Ubisoft and EA are the ones that are always fighting each other. Ubisoft don't have like, hey, we've got a spare forty-five minutes. Let's talk about football. Like, Ubisoft have to fill it with something, and most of the yeah, things that they, they have fill to it do with games. Yeah. yeah, most of the things they fill it with are stuff I care about. So, who knows? Um, then Sony at two a.m. Um, That's early for Sony, Craig. Yeah, it is a little bit this year. Um, That's good. Maybe we get to go to bed at a reasonable time. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, so, Lost Guardian obviously might be might be they may give you a date for that. Oh Plus, yeah, that's a real video game again. Yeah, Fuck. Totally. It's supposed, still supposed to be this year, so who knows? Yeah. Um, they'll talk about Horizon, even though it's next year. Probably totally. they'll, they'll maybe give you some more. They've got their hardware stuff to talk about. Obviously, they got PlayStation yeah. VR to talk about. Which yeah. maybe they. I mean, they, they said October, so maybe they and they've they, actually they've done their VR they, stuff. Yeah. Like, VR doesn't show particularly well on a on a stage, stage, so maybe they've announced their date roughly and they've announced a price. So there's not really much more to talk about there. Sure, and also um, they'll probably want to focus on their their console stuff for hardware. Um, maybe some new Naughty Dog. I mean, I know it's quite soon after Uncharted, but like at least tease what's next. Um, who knows what else there is? Like, what other big franchises come back? Um, they'll probably talk about the, that's probably where the Destiny thing will appear oh yeah you're right Destiny will um, probably, probably for that there. deal um, something about Call of Duty probably because they've got that deal as well yeah there'll be the, there'll be something about the new Call of Duty um, what is it this year do we have a name for this year Infinite, Infinite Warfare, Warfare that this year yeah, yeah. Um, so that's yeah, the space game there'll probably be something about that there'll be some nonsense TV movie thing in the middle probably oh yeah yeah because um, it's Sony and they have to um but yeah, like, don't really know what else they're going to be. It'll be there. interesting. Anyway, totally. I hope they don't talk about stuff that's all been announced. And also, they kind of bring back the- Jack Trenton, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> there, he was a really, really good Mike man. He was great. He was absolutely brilliant. 
that yeah. that video of him actually physically dropping a mic on that GT interview with Jeff Healy is still one of my favourite moments at E3 ever. It's great. It's absolutely him amazing. dropping a mic and walking off a stage is great. <laughs> um, but the other thing about Sony is they kind of blew their fan load last year with the, the Shen move Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, and Final- oh yeah, did we get anything about Final Fantasy this year? Do you want to make yeah. a bet now? Maybe we get. Yeah, I'll, we'll have to get something. I think yeah. after all that coming out, there has to be something. Um, what was there? There was a third thing as well. Shenmue, Final Fantasy, Last Guardian was the other thing last, last year. Last Guardian, so the other one. Yeah. Who knows? We'll, we'll definitely get something about Last Guardian. We'll get um, a big note that says, sorry, we were joking, it's still cancelled. Yeah, sure. Um, and then Nintendo on... Um, at... That's not a thing, though. It's just Zelda. They've said it's just Zelda. So they said it's just it's... Zelda. But there's also... Uh, there will be some stuff from the new Pokemon. That's the other thing they oh, said. Oh, good! Yeah. So Sun and Moon I care about talk. that because I'm six years old. So at the actual... So there won't be a... Um... There won't be an actual like digital event, which is what they do. There's a day long stream where they're doing a bunch of stuff. We're playing Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Um Our day. So, so it's show four presence will be all Zelda. There will be a day long Nintendo Treehouse Live event hosted by Reggie. Um oh, good. can it, Reggie keep up being Reggie for a day? Who knows? I mean day means like he just breaks four down. hours, five hours, yeah. who knows? Um so yeah, obviously Legend of Zelda, there'll be some Pokemon stuff. And then Wednesday, they're going to be have some footage of Monster Hunter Generations, Dragon Quest Seven, and Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Okay. Which I don't know what that last thing is. That is a, that seems like three words that somebody has slapped together. Oh, it's the Fire Emblem uh, Cross... Fire Emblem Cross Shin Megami Tensei game. Oh, right. Cool. Sure. Tokyo Mirage Sessions is a pretty cool name for a game. Uh, do you know what I want, actually? Do you know what I want out of Sony? Mm. I want... Worldwide release date numbers for Persona Five. That's what I want. I want oh, them yeah, to go up and say, "This this comes out in Japan on this date, America this date, and Europe on this date." That's what well, I want because that's, that's Sony exclusive, right? It's PS3, PS4. It should be, yeah, yeah, I think it is. It usually is, yeah. That would, that would totally be. I wonder again, like since we're yeah, again since we talked about this last time when, with the last trailer, um, last episode, so good. Oh. We because we said like, "Hey, it's got a North America date, it doesn't have a Europe date." Do you think it's got enough? Punch to be it press conference worthy. Does it have a Euro- US date? Is I thought it, it just had a Japan date. It's got a North America date. Well, no, it's okay. uh, no. You're right. Sorry, it has a Japan date, but yeah, I think it said North America in the next year or something like that. But it doesn't have a Europe date. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have a Europe date because Atlas and Atlas don't like releasing stuff in Europe. Let just let me just very quickly take this in. Persona Five North North. America it's release. just twenty. It just says twenty sixteen yeah. in North America. So there you go. Yeah. So, do you think it's got enough punch to warrant a press conference? I mean, stage? like even just like a quick thing, maybe, yeah. Because they can't they care should, about it they enough. Sure, shit can't play that game. They can't do a live gameplay. No, of course so, not. No. I, listen, if they give me another sick trailer like they did last time, like I want a release date. I want to be able to play that game. I, it'll be a new trailer. If they're going to do anything, it'll be a new trailer with an actual date on it. I'm sure. Yeah, like good. North America good. release, whenever tomorrow. I don't know. Um, they can't. They cannot do anything more with No Man's Sky. It has to just come out. No, they can't. They just need to leave it alone now. Yes, basically. And just um, like say, sorry we're delaying it, but you'll get it soon and that's sure. it. Like just let Sean go on stage and do his smiley thing and no, say don't, sorry don't and it'll take him on stage. Like let him go home and work. Like, oh let sure, him do okay, thing. yeah. Sure. Um any surprise it's all one big bait and switch and they get Sean out on stage. He's like, actually we're relying, it's out right now. And no, that's it. No, they can't. Like the amount of 
shit that happened around that delay. Like, no, yeah. they can't. No. They will actually kill someone. Somebody will die on that press conference. Day I assume, yeah. Um, dreams, maybe? Who knows? Oh, that nightmare simulator. Um, <laughs> yes, the nightmare uh, simulator. Maybe. I hope not, because it terrified me. So Maybe that, that, like, out of anything that we know from Sony, or, like, can roughly guess at from Sony, that's probably the thing that's going to be, and it's out today in some form. Right. Oh right, sure, and you could get it on PSN. Yeah, yeah sure. Because that game doesn't benefit from like a like an advertising like marketing no, push. It like it needs to collect people to get their hands on it and spawn the awful on totally. PSN. It'll be interesting. Make so, the yeah. nightmare manifest. So yeah, that's E3. Um it will be an interesting one. Um, Have we decided what we're doing? Are yeah, we... I think we should just do the video thing that you suggested. I think we just do like a quick wrap up. The audio videos. thing. Yeah. The wrap up videos. Um, um at the end of every episode i'm going to set something up sure. during, the, during the week so we can do that but yeah like a quick so rather than doing write-ups because the write-ups take forever and are not actually they take, useful, yeah they, they take too long and it's a lot of work for both of yeah, us so it's a lot easier like just, we just talk about it and also if we just talk about it it'll be more natural so we'll totally. be able to like and it's, it's what we it's what we do at the end of the press conferences anyways we sit and talk about what happened for like 10 minutes so we yeah. just do that and put that Put a camera there, record it'll be, it. It'll be easier to do. Um, so yes, that'll be we'll be doing that. Um, at E3 starting on there. Um, again, we're in the UK, so like, hey, we won't be making a video at three AM on the Monday. We'll be doing it the next day, <laughs> probably. Yeah, sure. But um, th- we will do. A I video. mean, I don't know if it's ten minutes. I don't mind making a video at three AM. Sure. Okay, let let me say that again. It won't be up. It will not go up. Yeah, it will go um, up the next day. We will record it, but it'll go up. Ewan will pour himself some coffee, and we will upload it to YouTube, and it'll be sure. fine. It'll be all right. Um, so yeah, we will do one for each of these press conferences. Um, I will talk about it, and we'll be <laughs> probably not Nintendo, but okay. Uh, probably, yeah, probably not Nintendo. Like we'll see if, if there's any footage floating about for Zelda, and we'll look at it and see what we think of it. If anything's there, but... hey, it looks like a Zelda game. Yeah, but well, it looks like it a is. pretty Zelda game. That's probably what it is. Um, we'll be on. Well, I'll be tweeting stuff probably all week. Um, just as and when we're coming, as and when we're seeing stuff. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on the site for all of that kind of stuff. Um, yep. We are at gameenginestart.com is the name of the website. Um, do you have anything else before I finish up? Uh, no. Cool. Just Game kind of getting ready for E three. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm this pretty- week. Book time off work, kind of mentally preparing myself. Totally, I'm my my, to my work is going to be shit this week because I'm not. Okay. But yeah, be good. Um, so yes, uh, to see all three stuff, gameinginstart.com is the name of the website where you can find all of our videos, articles, and this podcast will be there. Uh, youtube.com slash gameinginstart is where all of our videos will go so obviously all these YouTube videos will go up there if you want to subscribe there you'll get them as soon as we push them out. Uh, we are on Twitter and Facebook. If you search gameinginstart, you'll find us on there. Uh, podcast at gameinginstart.com is the name of the email address and that's it we will see you at E3 in six days five yeah. days from when you listen to this Woo. E3 it'll be fun we'll see you then bye 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 bye